0: I want to talk to Dr. Mark Siegel. Siegel uh, was here uh, on with me a couple of weeks ago. And then I went and hosted Katz Matidi's show like two weeks ago. And then John and Margot very nicely invited me and Danielle for dinner because we're spending like $2,000 a week in food here in the city. It's killing us. It's killing us. And uh, Dr. Mark Siegel came to dinner with us. And he's a great guy. Yeah, I see that, Bo. Well, maybe next time you'll invite me and Siegel to Rayo's and uh, we'll get that done Bo, of course, is Mr. Reyes. Here he is, uh, the great doctor, Dr. Mark Siegel. Mark, how are you, pal?
1: Yeah, and Bo's got to pay for that. But I, now that I know that your food bill is high, I'm going to have to take you out to dinner. And I keep promising the Nick games, and I'm looking over the date, so we're going to get going on that. But you're killing me! Have- you're
0: killing me! You, Corey Zelnick, four Nick games this week: the Heat tonight, one Saturday, one Sunday, the Nets on Monday. Gabriel is dying to go. We'd love for you to go with us. And uh, no Nick tickets yet this year, Doc. Very, very. Oh, we
1: got, no, no. It's you and Gabe is more more important than me and you. Oh, you're funny. I, 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 no, true. And I I enjoyed that dinner with you. Oh, uh, me way, too. Yeah, you were great. By way, I, yes. I got to start with the, the usual analysis or question on on the Knicks, which is, what do you think about Barrett being sat down? I mean, he's. I still think of him as a soft player. Do you agree? No, I think he's great. Um,
0: I really do. Uh, Randall annoys the hell out of me. I know he can yeah. play. He's having an all star season. And his numbers are great. But, uh, for example, I went to the Nets game uh, in Brooklyn against the Knicks on Saturday. My buddy Anthony Carone, Frank Carone's brother, gave me the tickets. And he went with us. And every time Randall gets the ball, I'm like, Gabe, watch this. No one else is going to touch the basketball. And he stands and holds the ball for seven seconds. The shot clock is down to 10. And Randall inevitably puts up a shot. Now, he scores a lot, no doubt about it. But I hate his game. I like RJ's game. I like Brunson's game. I can't watch Randall.
1: I can't do it. So yeah, Brunson is a, is a shoot first, pass second point guard, but he's yes. phenomenal. And and by the way, I remember when Randall, Be careful with Randall. I remember when he looked. We were sitting under the basket, and he looked to see if you approved of him. So <laughs> that's
0: right. That was fun. That was the night we moved down against the Pacers and sat next to a Hall of Famer Michael Irvin.
1: Yeah, he was. He he's a, and he also is a fan of yours. Yes. I, so we, yeah. We, Yes, we've had a long relationship. He, knows he is. from Florida. He knows yes, from that's Florida. exactly
0: right. Yes, and we did uh, enjoy you, Danielle, and I. She loves you at that dinner with John and Margot. That was a lot of fun that night. But we've got serious questions here, Doc. Uh, two days ago, not two months ago, not two years ago, two days ago. This is great news. Joe Biden announced COVID is over.
1: <laughs> well, you know, here is the thing. Here- Here's how you know that that was a political announcement. He announced that it's over as of May 11th. Now that's like saying, "Hey, you virus out there, you're (laughs) over as of May 11th." I mean, (laughs) mean, what is that? So ridiculous. We we all think that you know that it's been part of the uh, of the public consciousness. That it's been part of it's something we've been living with for a while now. We I even have a strategy down. I, I have different strategies for different people, but I for all diseases i have strategies for heart disease which kills a lot more people i have a strategy here's what you do you don't go with me and sit to the steakhouse you have some asparagus you right know? right i have a strategy and and we've been there with COVID for a long time now finally Sleepy Joe is catching up, but he has to put a date in the future, which Weird. is politics.
0: Right, you can't do that with, with diseases and viruses. It's, you know they, they go when they go, and it's been, the truth is it's been gone for a while. Uh, at least I think so. You tell me, right. Doctor Mark Siegel, is COVID really still a threat?
1: Well, it's a threat like anything else is. It's a threat like you know the flu is. It's a, it's a threat like RSV was. It's a threat like you know, like I said, heart disease. I mean, it's something that we now have some, some tools to handle, and it's not getting worse. And that's the problem with fear-mongering, isn't it, Sid? They said, banging the drum, we're going to have another bad winter. Well, there are there are people that are getting sick, but nothing like what they predicted. And they, they'll never announce on the other end, your, your attention, please, it wasn't that bad. You're never going to hear that. It's just more and more fear-mongering. You know what I'm
0: fearful of, to be honest, is not really COVID, but 43,000 immigrants are living in New York City. And whether it's the Watson Hotel or the Brooklyn Terminal, wherever they are, none of those people are being vetted. None of those people are being checked for diseases or viruses. And God bless these people, the majority of which are probably fine people. I sound like Trump, but it's true. Uh, Who knows what they're coming to our country with? And nobody seems to care. They yell about COVID, wear a mask. You know, you can't work here anymore without a vaccination Yet all these thousands of people are living among us, and we have no idea what they've got.
1: I got a big response to this one. You, you and I probably only agree 96% because I want to start with <laughs> Texas. And Texas. Texas is completely overloaded with health issues, public health issues, the hospitals, people getting hurt, drownings, infectious diseases, yes, uh, malnutrition, dehydration. And then to wake up the blue states. You know, Governor Abbott is sending some of the migrants to other states saying, hell, hello, hello. And, and, you know, of course, you're right that that there's an increasing homeless population here. We happen to have a really good shelter system, by the way, compared to California, which is a complete mess with the homeless. But, you know, it's even worse than the migrants here in terms of public health risks. And you know what I'm going to say? It's the rats that are crossing the street. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you been out late at night? No, night I, listen.
0: I lived on 104th and West End for five years, and I had a two-block walk from 104th and West End to 103rd and Broadway. I'd leave at 4 o'clock in the morning. The garbage was piled up in the streets outside of every apartment building. And I'm not exaggerating. I would have to scurry through 10 rats, two-block walk every week. Now, the mayor... He realizes it. He says he's scared of rats. Curtis Slewa actually offered to be his quote-unquote rat czar, kill these rats with feral cats. But everybody sees it. Everybody knows it. What do we do
1: about it? Well, Curtis is going to hit them with bats. I know Curtis will walk down the street with a big bat, and he'll be I... smacking them. But I'm actually wondering, They have rats have teeth. As strong as steel. No, and I know, but but, but, how,
0: but how many people, I know they do, and believe me, they scare the hell out of me. I jump up in the air, and I scream, and I move away. I see them at the Fort every day, too. But how many people actually get bitten by these rats?
1: Not that many, but the problem is they carry diseases in their urine. They carry plague. They carry leptospirosis. By the way, you already got the, this is why I love coming on with you, you got the public health. It's tied in with the garbage situation, and that's what's got to be cleaned up. And let's not forget that two Republican mayors actually gentrified this city. I've been here a long time, as of you, as have you. I mean, when Giuliani was mayor, things got cleaned up. Yeah. Neighborhoods we never thought were going to be cleaned up got cleaned up. We're heading back in time in New York.
0: Well, you're right, Giuliani, and uh, the, I guess the second Republican you're going to say was Bloomberg, who, <laughs> conti- I guess, not sure if he's, yeah. Not
1: sure if- He's a Republican, but let's call him whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't no think change, but he did initially uh, uh, serve of that role, and, and he did a very good job the first couple of years, and he went completely berserk, but that's fine. You're right, those two guys uh, cleaned up the city, and now it just looks like between the garbage and the migrants and the homeless and drug use on the streets and uh, the crime and the subway, despite what uh, the mayor is telling us, and i become friendly with the mayor, I am... I'm losing my patience. I'm feeling less and less confident lately that the city is ever
1: going to get better. And you just talked about something that's the biggest of all. This is, again, why i like to know with you. John uh the boss here, is, a, is very big friends with Ray Tierney, the Suffolk County DA. Yep. And he's, he's a great guy. Yep. Yeah, Ray is a great guy. And he's talking about the problem already drifting out to Nassau-Suffolk County now, which is, the fentanyl problem, I mean, forget about it. The, the drug problem is becoming huge. More mental health issues are tied in with that, and we don't have the personnel, we don't have the mental health providers to take care of this. We don't have the antidotes to this. More and more overdoses. This is. It, it, This is a huge problem. You know what I'm worried
0: about with the fentanyl thing, Dr. Mark Siegel? Right now, it's basically illicit drugs, even marijuana. Uh, They'll they'll lace it with, with fentanyl, certainly the cocaine, the heroin, those types of things. And now even pharmaceuticals, Xanax, maybe Oxys, Percocets. Here's my fear. I remember years and years ago when the Tylenol some berserk guy in, in some place in the middle of the country laced a Tylenol and people were dying. How do we know that eventually it's not going to be the the guy on the street buying cocaine, but the mom at CVS who buys a product, and that's not laced with fentanyl?
1: By the way, I did a bit the other night about how some of these products are laced with insect parts. But in t- but speaking of speaking of fentanyl, that's already happening because, of course, the drug overlords don't give a damn. and you're finding it in, in 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 rainbow fentanyl candy. It's available on online on social media. You think you're getting an Adderall, you're actually getting it with fentanyl. <laughs> Kids are overdosing, thinking they're not even getting this. It's <laughs> not even it's not even coming out of doctors' offices anymore. It's, wow. it's deliberate. Wow. By, by the way, what did you think of that penalty in the Bengals game? Uh, you know, our guys are huge Bengals fans. They they think they were robbed. What do you think?
0: No, that was a penalty. I had the Bengals that day, and I mean, Mahomes was like five yards out of bounds. It was a penalty. It was a stupid play. And uh, look, I thought the Bengals were the better team. I thought Cincinnati was going to win, but you got to give Mahomes credit. I mean, he's out there limping on one leg. Yeah. Should be a great Super Bowl. These are uh, two really good teams, and the Eagles have been the best team all season long, and we'll see what we get. But at any rate, once again, Dr. Mark Siegel, you were great.
1: Check out February 25th, Saturday. We can go, go have a steak before, or you could take Gabriel, your choice.
0: All right. I will. Who are they playing that day?
1: I can't remember. I'll, I'll send right. it to you. We'll We're check in. It out. we okay.
0: We love you. Thank you, Dr. Mark. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Talk there he learn. is, the great Dr. Mark Siegel. Check him out on Fox News. Not just a great doctor and a great TV guy, but one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet, I can tell you that. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go.